Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. I'm joined on the podcast today by Ren Stefano, author of the new novel, How I'll Kill You. The novel received a starred review in Publishers Weekly, and the review read, Outstanding. Stefano does a superior job delving into the disturbed minds of the Twisted Sisters. This devilishly clever textbook of malicious mayhem is a must for Dexter fans. Ren, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, if someone hasn't yet heard about your novel, How I'll Kill You, how would you describe the novel? So it's about a aspiring serial killer who's on the hunt to make her first kill, and she accidentally falls in love with her victim. <laughs> Do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to writing the novel? I think it's because I just like a lot of people these days, I, I consume a lot of true crime and I became really interested in the fact that many serial killers seem to fly solo. And I know that sometimes you have couples who are serial killers. Sometimes people end up unwittingly being together on a crime they didn't intend to commit. But I wanted to see what the loyalties would be like and all the ways it might potentially go right or wrong if we had siblings who were serial killers together and how the loyalties might shift. And I'm, I saw in, in some of your interviews that you mentioned that you've been listening to a lot of true crime podcasts. Do you have a favorite or favorites of the, the podcasts that you listen to? So one of my favorites is Stephanie Harlow, and she has a solo channel where she discusses some true crime cases, old and new, solved and unsolved. And she does a lot of amazing research. And what I really love about her work is that she doesn't only go into the murderers or the crime, but she really does a big job of humanizing the victims and the victims' families, which I think is something that often gets overlooked. What was your original writing journey that led you to writing and getting your first novel published? So I think I I always knew I wanted to write something. I just didn't know what. And I, in 2008, I was fresh off of a, an English degree, unsure what to do, like a lot of people who are newly graduated. Um, and around 2009, 2010, I was fortunate enough to find my agent and that was on a project that we could not sell. But over the years, I started submitting everything that came into my head, and she would give me some really good feedback on that. And the very first book that I published was a YA novel called Wither in, in 2011. And I, I foolishly thought, well, now that I'm published, I'm, I'm published for life It'll be so much easier to sell books. It'll be I won't have to work as hard to to sell my ideas. But I did learn that when you're shifting genres or you have a new topic, it is like starting over from the beginning every single time. And and what what did prompt you to switch from YA to an adult thriller? Well, I always knew I wanted to write adults. I just I really struggled for years to figure out what I wanted to write um, and reading so many books opened so many different doors and I was going in, I think, too many different directions. And finally, when I turned off that part of my brain and I said, I'll just let an idea come to me when it comes to me and I, I know that it will, it happened when I started to listen to true crime and become very interested 
in the psychology behind these crimes and also just the aftermath and wanting to hear different perspectives. And I feel like as someone who has listened to uh, some true crime, I won't say I'm a, I'm a huge aficionado, but definitely have listened to a variety of true crime podcasts. I feel like there's always a, a gap um, that's just unexplainable. And that, that gap is, you know, why did this person do this? Mm-hmm. What, what was the motivation? I, I don't know. Did, did you, did you ever feel that way in, in listening? And, and if so, how did that factor into to writing this book? Sometimes yes. And sometimes no. I, I think a lot of the time we're really surprised when it's the family next door that has a, a devastating murder and you hear, well, he seemed like such a nice guy. He was always out helping the neighborhood kids fix their bikes. And so there's an there's an element of it's very unexpected. But when you dive into the, I guess, the psychology of it, you find out that a lot of people who just are completely remorseless, who just have this capacity, they look like everybody else. They're just out walking and talking and having relationships like everybody else. And if you want to see these red flags, you have to go beyond the public appearance and the neighbors and the community members who thought they were a good person. And you hear more from the people that were actually closest to them. So the spouse, the kids, the siblings who might say, yeah, there were a lot of things that just weren't right that all, all together now add up to why this person was doing the things they were doing. And I always find that really interesting. Um, because it's not so much that there's a huge variety of people, but more that there's a huge variety of masks that a very similar personality type wears. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sure. What was your writing process when you were working on How I Will Kill You? Are you someone who does an extensive outline or do you just dive into the narrative? How does that work for you? So for this particular book, I think I had spent about five years trying really hard to come up with a good thriller idea. I I had figured out I wanted to write something in the thriller or maybe even horror genre. And I thought, okay, let me plan everything out. Let me read a bunch of books. Let me kind of come up with some comp titles and do a lot of planning. And every single time I did that, I ended up falling flat. Not, I think I was trying too hard to please a genre than I was to actually write a story that was a lot of fun. And so when I came up with this idea, I decided to do things differently in that I wrote a bunch of it before I shared it with anybody. And once I got that feedback that, yes, this seems like a viable idea, this seems like something that could turn into something, I I wrote without a net. I just wanted to see where it would go and what would happen. And I figured... If it needs editing or if it needs some rewriting, I'll just figure that out once I get it all on the page. Was there a particular challenge that you faced while writing this novel? And if so, how did you overcome that writing challenge? So my main character, 
is the villain of the story. She's a serial killer. And everything she does from from the very beginning, you, the reader, know she set out to kill this innocent person who hasn't done anything wrong. And it was very hard initially to sell myself on the idea that a character like this could be likable. And that really ultimately came down to establishing her motivations. And that is something that came to me with a lot of help from a reader um, who was taking a look at this draft as I was writing and challenging me and saying, why is this happening? Why is this character doing these things? You have to figure this out. You have to answer these questions. And once I finally did learn a bit about my character's backstory, it started to come together and I started to have a little more faith that she might be a bit redemptive to readers. Given your given your writing career, starting out as we discussed uh, as a YA novelist, and now um, publishing your getting your first uh, adult thriller novel published, what writing advice would you offer for those who are writing their own stories or novels? So don't be afraid to get weird. Is my initial advice. Don't think that your idea is too strange or that it's too similar to what's already out there. Just really focus on you have this really great idea. You're excited about it. Write it down. Do it your way and don't let anything stop you. And when you get to the end of it, whether or not it's a publishable book, you'll have learned something about yourself and your your writing process that will help you next time. Are you working on a new thriller novel now? A little bit. Um, it's still, <laughs> still pretty early, but I, I am having fun with a new idea. What novels have you read recently that you enjoyed? Oh, my gosh. Let's think about this. So I just started The Violin Conspiracy, which I'm very excited about. Um, I'm only I'm only a chapter in. <laughs> and I, I interviewed the author for the podcast when oh. it came out. And I that's awesome. And I <laughs> I did just finish a book called Good Rich People which I found deeply unsettling. It was about essentially the 1%. It was a, a bored couple who had nothing to do all day at, because they had everything that they could possibly want. And so they play this sort of sadistic game where they invite a newcomer into their guest house and then just ruin that person's life for sport. Ooh, yeah. And the, what really made this book interesting is that the new tenant is not actually the new tenant. It's kind of an imposter situation. And so it was a, it was a very interesting and very, again, unsettling story. <laughs> where, where can people find you online if they want to learn more about you and your novels? So I'm on Instagram at Lauren DeStefano Author. Well, again, we've been speaking to Ren DeStefano, author of the new novel, How I'll Kill You. The novel is available now, so go buy a copy. And Ren, thanks for doing this interview. Thanks so much for having me. This was great. Absolutely. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.